0: Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock 5:34, and the Black Crows are back. Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Hey, it's National Massachusetts Day, Bax.
1: That's not until the Big E, isn't it? <laughs> right. Well, this is in honor of the founding of the Bay State. Huh. And there are all sorts of facts. And I, I didn't uh, me get cards ready for that. I know. Looking at all these facts, I think we got a quiz coming later. Hey, get a load of this. Hmm. Jason Bonham.
0: The uh, Zeppelin Experience is going to be at Symphony Hall tonight in downtown Springfield. Sweet. Jason Bonham is going to be on the show around 8.45 today. Man, we got connections. No, I don't know if we've got real connections, but Jason Bonham will be joining us a little bit later on today. That's very exciting. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it won't be our last rock star this week. So uh, there's that to look forward to. It's just about 5.36 with back Stephen, Dave and on Rock 102 new england
2: patriots football every game
0: rock 102 springfield's classic rock it's 550 and Aerosmith with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102.
1: Remember yesterday I said we were going to have like a uh, rain, help us out with the drought conditions? Yes. And probably not. Maybe had a little overnight, but not much. And now there's only like a 20% shot of it later. We but still
3: got the drought conditions. It was just starting as I was
1: coming in here.
4: Yeah.
1: So yeah.
0: I don't know uh, how be a long it'll last.
1: It'll be a trace.
0: Well, the good news is it's not going to interrupt uh, today's uh, sheriff's picnic. going to be a great, cloudy, but uh, a pretty nice day.
3: Listen, they got a big pavilion there. You're not going to get wet. They even have golf carts to drive you to your co- drive you from your car to the uh, to the to the actual picnic location. Yes, it, it
0: all works out. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house.
3: Oh yeah, I gotta push that. Yeah, that.
2: There you go. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, Mariah
3: Carey is trying to trademark the phrase Queen of Christmas and a lot of people think she deserves it on the merit of all I want for Christmas is you. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, why? What? Because it's a holiday Christmas classic. Uh, Just because you danced to it in a video uh, years ago and... uh... Knocked it out of the park, by the way. Thank you, Steve.
1: Appreciate uh, with
3: it with your air guitar. Uh,
1: but um, I thought the Elton John was the Queen of Christmas. Didn't he have that big hit years ago? I thought it was yes. Step into Christmas. Yeah, that's yeah. Step,
0: but that's not uh, that's not one of the ones that everyone's clamoring for. Mariah Carey. If I may just uh, you know, reveal uh, the man behind the curtain here for a second, I freaking love that song. Which one? The Mariah Carey one. I couldn't care about any of the other songs, but that one, for whatever whatever it
1: is, gets me into the Christmas spirit. Well, that, the movie's great too, Love Actually. If you're going to watch a romantic comedy, if I could reveal my inner feminine side for a moment, Dave,
0: for a moment. I don't, I don't mean to <laughs> disrupt you here for a minute. But we're talking about me here. We're talking about <laughs> what my needs are, what the things that I love.
1: Who cares about you? It's always
3: about you. Yes. Well, well, a woman named Elizabeth Chan filed a legal uh, opposition to her claim. Elizabeth is a singer who exclusively does Christmas music. She even calls herself the Queen of Christmas and has an album with that title. Now, Chan isn't greedy. She's not trying to, you know, get the title just for herself. And she's uh, not trying to keep Mariah from using it. She just wants to prevent Mariah from being the only person who can use it. Oh, my God. Listen, lady, no one's ever heard of you. Everyone's heard of
0: Mariah Carey. She, and if I had to choose between her or you, guess what?
3: I'm choosing her. She says, uh, quote, I feel very strongly that no person should hold on to anything around Christmas or monopolize it in the way that Mariah seeks to do it in perpetuity. Per- I can't ever say that. In word. perpetuity.
0: Perpetuity. perpetuity. We well, you know that Jesus held on to it for quite a long time.
3: 2,000 years or so, right? Until uh, Santa
0: Claus muscled in on his territory.
3: Chan also noted that Mariah is trying to trademark the phrase for just about anything you can imagine, from clothing to liquor products to dog collars, and she says, quote, If you knit a Queen of Christmas sweater, you'll be able to sell it on Etsy to somebody else so they can buy it for their grandma. Mm. Someone else has a problem with Mariah's trademark application. Legendary singer Darlene Love. She released the song Christmas Baby Please Come Home back in 1963, and she used to sing it every year on uh, Late Night with David Letterman. And in a Facebook post, Darlene said, quote, David Letterman officially declared me the Queen of Christmas 29 years ago, a year before Mariah released "All I Want for Christmas with You." I don't know if that was really his to give. And I'm a, and at 81 years of age, I'm not changing anything. Wow. Oh, good for her. I've been in the business for 52 years, have earned it, and you can still hit, and I can still hit those notes. If Mariah has a problem, she can call David. Jesus, lady, settle down. I don't think Mariah would call up David Letterman and go, David. Can I be the queen of Christmas and not Darlene Love?
1: Who is that? Mariah Carey. Oh, yeah. I think we could have a pro wrestling event out of this, by the way. I, I would put Mariah would, Carey in there with Darlene Love. and I'd chip in a few bucks for that
3: pay-per-view. Steel cage match? Kanye is selling his Yeezy Gap collection in trash bags. He recently said he gets a design inspiration from the homeless, so people online can't help but think it's related. Hmm. This guy is just a
0: I don't know douche. I have <laughs> seen some uh, homeless people that are very very well put together, a lot of style.
3: Did you see what uh, Did you see what he did after uh, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian broke up? No. He put this thing out online that said, it was like a New York Post fake New York Post headline that said Skeet Davidson dead at the age of 38 or however the hell he, how old he is. Skeet Davidson. Skeet Davidson, right? <laughs> Uh, but it's like Kanye; uh, she doesn't want you anymore. Like she's not uh, that into you. No, she doesn't. Uh, like you got to give that up. Like how long? How long are you gonna prolong that uh, "I want you back" thing? Listen, she's gonna be on to somebody else in no time
0: flat. Maybe you and Pete can get together and be bitter for the next couple of months.
3: Uh, Florence Pugh and Zach Braff Quietly broke up earlier this year She says they kept it on the DL Because everyone has an opinion about their relationship Zach is 21 years older than she is My opinion was uh, I have no opinion Yeah, my opinion was I didn't even know Zach Braff was still around Like doing stuff That anybody cared He's dating He's, He's available I guess so uh, Jamila Jamil got a weird injury while doing stunts on the new Disney Plus series She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Anyway, She-Hulk Attorney at Law? Yes. Uh, she pulled a muscle muscle in her um hole Really? Yeah. She says, quote, I didn't know that was possible. Right. The, the, the butt would be one thing, but the beehole itself is very specific. Really? That is uh, oddly specific, yeah. actually. Was she trying to lift something with it? Uh, well, she was doing some sort of, uh, you know, choreographed fighting move, right? Because She-Hulk, attorney at law, that's like the only one that could beat John Hammond. Hmm. She-Hulk, <laughs> that would be that would be it. You know what? Marquis Salamone would ch- himself would choke on a sandwich when he heard the name She-Hulk, yeah. attorney at law.
0: Who is the insurance company being represented by? Yeah.
5: She-Hulk? <laughs> uh,
3: Joe Jonas is only 33 years old. What a fine-looking young man he is. And uh, he's already using fillers. He says, quote, We can be open and honest about it and be confident and not really shy away from speaking our truth.
0: Actually, uh, being confident would mean not needing fillers.
3: This uh, This injection thing is huge. I've seen some people on Facebook that do it out of their homes. You can go to somebody's house. Well, they're qualified medical people, supposedly. uh, That you can go get Botox injections.
0: This face of mine, the, uh, ain't never gonna get no fillers. I mean, unless I'm like disfigured in an accident, I'm not gonna get any of that plastic
3: surgery on my face. You know, uh, I got the downtown. I got uh, lefty hanging a little low. Mm -hmm. I wonder if a Botox injection could. You know, pump yeah. up righty and see if we can uh, make a match. Let's do that on the air. Yeah, let's let's do it <laughs> live
1: stream. If anyone's getting them, it's me with the acne scars I got going on from years ago. I'm sick and tired of the hey, were you the javelin catcher at the track and field event or what? So I'm getting the Botox to fill these holes in mm. of anybody.
3: Well, those are very insensitive comments. Just saying, just well, saying. Well, I did go to a track and field event and I did see a javelin <laughs> catcher, but I was so far away. Was that you? <laughs> Guilty? Yeah, uh, there, there, there you we go. go. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. I have. Interest rates are. Go-
2: and now. Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, as a full blooded American male, I must tell you, it is an honor to participate in our civic duties by electing our governmental officials. Are you kidding me? Voting in elections is the only thing that we Americans can do to voice our opinions by electing, re-electing, and removing every corrupted, power-hungry, egomaniac from elected office. And there are times that I do it with pleasure. However, there are some times in November when I will say to myself, do I really want to go out and vote today, or would I rather sit home and prepare myself for a quiet evening of sports broadcasts instead? These are tough choices, of course. Do you, have to say, uh, do, do you have to have a say in the democratic process, or would you rather watch hockey? I personally believe there might be room for both, but in some areas of the country, what with time zones being what they are, you might not have the same kind of flexibility. This is why the NBA has announced that on November 8th, there will be no NBA games scheduled that night. Why? Because the NBA believes that we should be interrupting our basketball watching activities in favor of voting instead. Now, I have to say that at this point, I don't really have any specific plans for that night. However, late-night voting was probably not going to be one of my alternate options. Sure, the midterm elections are important, I suppose, but so are the Celtics. So the question would then be, what would I rather do? Vote for politicians that I'm not really crazy about, or watch the Celtics crush another Eastern Conference rival with their stingy defense? Then I have to be honest, I'd almost rather watch the Celtics. The Democratic process against jason tatum scoring 26 points per game that's not even a real contest and yet the nba just took all that pleasure away from us like they were doing us some sort of favor well i hate to break it to you i'm not really sure that they are because at the end of the day the celtics are far more important but hey, another my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies, Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm looking at the Craftsman 9-gallon dry vac, Only 80 bucks with the, your Ace Rewards card at Rockies. I'm looking at the Rockies app. You can check out the sales flyer at rockies.com or pick up the flyer right there in the store. What's on sale at Rockies? It's always at your fingertips at Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. And 38 Special with Back Stephen, Dave and Rock 102. A little light
1: rain moving through the area right now. Likely to end by about 8.30 this morning. Not enough to solve the drought conditions. We're going to have highs in the low to mid-70s for today.
3: You know, uh, real quick, I was just... Uh, what, did you have something to say? No, I, I oh. got nothing at all. Oh, uh, I'm looking at this article about... Uh, they're talking about monkey pox and how, you know, with the back to school, with all these kids going back to college... They're trying to prepare for this monkeypox outbreak. Mm-hmm, sure. All these kids are going to be having monkeypox sex.
2: Uh now if
3: I was staying in the Econo Lodge of mm-hmm. Amherst <laughs> or Hadley or wherever it is. Right. Uh how do I know the monkeypox wasn't already in the room before you uh, went there, before they moved you in? Mm. Well, I mean, uh, you know, that
0: would have been you know, in its prime, the econo lodge. Would have been the exact kind of place you would expect monkeypox or yeah. bed bugs or you know, what have you. Any number of like uh, linen based pathogens that yeah. might be on like uh, the the bed sheets or the bed covers or whatever. I don't know if uh, monkeypox is
3: any more dangerous in a condo than in a dormitory. I remember I stayed at a Holiday Inn or was it a Holiday Inn? It's a Holiday Inn or a Comfort Inn, one of those places, and uh, they had a fresh remote it's a in, in the, it was in a little baggy oh and yeah it said uh, fresh remote hmm. and i'm like i don't think you're putting out new remotes every time somebody comes in this room i well, mean they could be sanitizing it i yes but fresh remote means new remote i would you know and that new fresh remote smell it didn't have that when you open the bag Well, it i that mean all, it had that uh many people put it this in their hand smell
0: I don't know about that i think if you clean it You know, and sanitize it. Maybe boil it or whatever. You know, you could make the argument that it is fresh. It's not saying new; it's just fresh, like a fresh pair of underwear. Mm -hmm. To me, sometimes means I just took it out of the dryer. They're nice and clean. You got? I can wipe my face with
6: it.
1: I like to fool people in my car sometimes by just getting one of those. uh Christmas tree scent things there and just shoving it underneath the seat to make people think that my car is fresh and clean.
0: Yeah, as opposed to, because, uh, you know, pine is such a natural smell for naugahyde. No,
1: no, I don't get the pine. I get the, uh, what, what is it, the, the new car smell one. I love that one. You do? Yeah.
3: Isn't Tommy Boy when Dan Aykroyd says, a little heavy on the pine tree air freshener mm-hmm. there, hey, kid? <laughs> Because that's what he doused himself with as deodorant was the pine tree <laughs> air freshener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you can't
1: solve monkey pox with uh, the Christmas tree air freshener, by the way. And I, I saw a story that um, guys and girls that are in uh, college and high school bands are worried about communicating you know, monkey pox or uh, COVID-19 or whatever it is through the musical instruments that they play. Because, you know, sometimes maybe somebody puts a trumpet down and somebody else playing the trumpet grabs the wrong trumpet. Well, I mean, but- it's not only that. But you know, like brass instruments yes.
3: mm-hmm. are gross. That's, that's why what what, that's why they got a spit hey, valve. Right. You know what though? My kid plays the uh, saxophone and they're specifically instructed to not let anybody else touch that thing and and, and you know there's all these protocols in yeah. place where yeah. you where you can't be sharing anything. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is sometimes I guess with
1: kids, maybe you put it in the wrong place and by mistake somebody grabs the wrong instrument that's not theirs. It could happen. But the reason I brought it up is because they're saying that uh, communicating these types of viruses through musical instruments, the same as breathing, really. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. know,
0: it's not that big of a deal. I still, wouldn't want to put my mouth on somebody else's instrument.
1: No, <laughs> I could see where you're going with that.
0: Uh, no, I'm talking about for the purposes of uh, catching a disease. Of course
3: you are. Uh, shifting gears without using a clutch. Guess what I did yesterday? What'd you do? I uh, I smoked some meat. For the very first time hmm. on your new grill, on my
0: new grill. how that? Well, first of all, what kind of meat were you were you smoking? Uh, I did. Uh, I,
3: I stopped at Arnold. Thick sausage. Well, yeah, yeah, and no, all yeah. that stuff at your local Arnold's, right? Uh, which I did. I stopped over here in Arnold's yesterday, and uh, got myself a big rack, a big rack of St. Louis style ribs. I like a big rack. Yeah. Now, the difference, so this is, I'm learning about the cuts of meat. I like a small rack, by the way. The St. Louis style is just extra flap meat, Mm -hmm. right? Is that what that is? That's like the extra meat? I am uh, ashamed
0: to say I don't know my difference between the uh, flap meats.
3: And then baby back is just basically the the cut off portion of that. Mm -hmm. I believe that's true. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, I bought the big giant one because I like a lot of meat. Yeah. And then I bought... Whatever they had down there, it's like their brand, Arnold's brand barbecue, St. Louis style barbecue rub. It's got like brown sugar and paprika and garlic and you know all the things that you'd you'd normally
0: have in your house anyway.
3: Right. So, uh, because I just wanted to try this thing out, and I figure you know a rack of ribs for twenty bucks at least is probably the least expensive way to. If I'm gonna screw something up, at least it would be a there $20 uh, investment versus like an $80 investment for a brisket or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So I do uh it took uh I started it around noontime yesterday. And I I, I did a nice rub on the on the ribs with mm-hmm. that with that dry rub and then uh and then I just put it on the I followed this uh, this recipe, this 321 method uh of of smoking, okay? So I have this pellet smoker that I bought. Which I got a deal, by the way, mm-hmm. on pellet smoker. Did you? Oh yeah, you told me uh, yeah, yesterday. Tractor yeah. Supply. Uh, it was four hundred bucks, and then I had ninety nine dollars off because it had a big scratch on the side. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, whenever I'm thinking of fine outdoor cuisine, I'm always thinking of Tractor Supply.
3: And then I went mm-hmm. back and said, "Hey, I just bought this the other day, and it's tax free weekend. They refunded it, so I could get wow. like the twenty something dollars good back. For that. for That's good business, man. About that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So anyway." Uh, Again, I didn't want to buy a Traeger because it they're two thousand dollars, and I don't. It's not that I'm I'm bashing Traeger. I just don't have. I don't have. A, I don't cook enough to be using a two thousand dollar piece of equipment.
0: But you would if you had a two thousand dollar piece of equipment.
3: Oh, if I had a two thousand dollar piece of equipment, I would. But I'm like more the guy that's all right. We're gonna do this maybe once a month. And then that's that's gonna be it. The thing's gonna sit in the uh, locked up in the barn for the winter. Sure. You know? Anyway, I uh, I get this thing going. It has the little smoke feature on it to to get it going. And then uh, you turn it up to like uh, two twenty five. And I laid this lacquer, racker, rack of ribs down on the grill. And I just I don't know what I thought this was so much harder than. It no, then it's it not. Is. It's not hard at all. It's, you just have to have a lot of patience yeah. because it takes hours to do. Yeah, that's the,
0: that's the thing. You know, people are are intimidated by you know, buying a smoker. Yeah, but it's really very simple. And yeah, it takes time. But for the most, you know,
1: for a larger part of that time. You're not fiddling with it. You're just leaving it and yeah. letting it sit. Same as sucking out the sewage. You just do a little studying, and then you're an expert all of a sudden. There. Remind me never to go eating in your backyard barbecue. Mm.
3: I, uh, but but very much like, um, uh, well, I just got thrown off. I don't know what uh, where, where I was going with that. <laughs> all right. So know. yeah. So like you know, after it was after three hours, yes. three hours at two twenty five. Then I was instructed to uh, take it off and put it in foil. Well, I use one of those foil pan things, those right. uh, you know, the oven roaster pans. Yes. And I put that in there, with a with a with a bottle, of, I bought a little bottle, of, a single bottle of apple juice, and I threw that in the bottom of it, right? And then sealed the top, and then put it on there for another two hours, hmm. and. When you took that foil off... Yes. Well, first of all, you can smell the smoke. I have these applewood pellets I was using... Which uh, gave it a nice uh, flavor.
0: Too. Uh, I love I love meat that smells like a forest fire.
3: Uh yeah, it doesn't isn't it great? Um but yeah, it's so I, I had that uh, the applewood smoke and and, oh, and yeah. the aroma going through uh, my area of town. Phenomenal. Mm. And uh and, and taking that foil off and that steam just uh, popping up with that smell of the grub and the it was so good. And I took the whole rack and I put it back on the grill because it says you need to do this for another hour. I didn't really agree with that because when I picked the whole thing up, you know, with the two spatulas that I had to put it back on there, they they were falling off the bone, and I was trying to hold it so it would stay together. Yeah, you did not want to, you don't want to scorch the damn thing and, and yeah. dry it all out. So then, as I'm basting the sauce on over the uh, course of like fifteen or twenty minutes, I'm like. I don't want this thing to get dried out because I felt like it was just because they said put it back on there for two twenty five for an hour, but that looked like it was burning it. Mm-hmm. So I immediately took it off, and uh, it was perfect. And actually, I wish I had taken it off a few minutes earlier because yeah. that little bottom part was a little burnt at that point. So, but I, but uh, so easy. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, yeah, simplest thing
0: ever. The the more you use it, yeah, the more comfortable you're going to get with the process. And by the end of say September. Yeah. You'll be the biggest
3: master baster in your whole neighborhood. Oh, I'm a huge master baster as to begin with, yeah. but I'm going to be a certified master baster by the time uh, September comes. You'll have people calling you for
0: master basting advice. Like, you, "Steve, I'm I'm caught in a real pickle. I got a
3: I got a big piece of meat and I need to baste it." It's a it's it's a popular hobby. Because uh, as soon as I put those pictures up on Facebook yesterday, I must have had like 10 messages of everybody trying to give me recipes, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try every single one of them eventually. It's just, it's, it's nice to get other ideas on how to cook stuff. It's
0: been a while since I've used my grill for smoking. Yeah. Uh, but I miss doing it because it's, it's fun, and uh, the payoff is fantastic. But yeah, you know, it's like, uh, do
3: I, oh. do I really want to spend the time? Well And that's the thing. I'm I'm looking at this YouTube video. This guy with a brisket, a beef brisket. Cause oh, that's that takes the one time. I, that's what I would do. It's like sixteen hours, and yeah. I'm like, what? Sixteen?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a that's tough a, cut of meat. You got you got to break down all that all that tissue with all that uh, that that low and slow smoking. Yeah, three
3: quarters of a day though. To do that. But what a day. What a payoff. Yeah. And the guy was like, I'm putting this on at 10 o'clock at night. He's like, Well, get up at 7 o'clock in the morning. You know, he's he a Cajun Creole guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I I'm uh am a smoker. I'm a master baster. How about that? A mm-hmm. midnight toker? Yeah, I could do that too. Okay. <laughs> he does that as well. <laughs> I do I that while right? yeah. <laughs> I do that while I'm uh, master based. Mm-hmm. It's uh
0: 623 with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Here's what's happening with Rock.
1: Does anybody wear corduroy pants anymore? Tom no. Petty on Rock 102. That's the point of the lyrics. Though. I know, I know. But like, does anybody, are they back? I mean, I know that fashions come back around every once in a while. No. no. I not
3: corduroy I, will right? ever be back in uh, style. I
1: haven't seen them in stores. Any I any haven't point? owned uh, corduroy since
0: I was in, I don't know, elementary school. Yeah, same for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh let's see here uh coming up uh, later on this morning jason bonham is going to be appearing at symphony hall tonight and uh, he'll be on the phone with us around 8 45 this morning later this week comedian tom cotter will be uh, on the phone with us too
3: yes friday uh 7 a.m tom cotter fantastic he's, always uh he's coming to uh springfield in uh september 9th perfect Hollywood trash. hollywood
0: trash my mistake uh, today I Learn, brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome
3: will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learn, with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Uh, today I Learned that the uh, the video for Weird Al's Smells Like Nirvana yes. was shot on the same soundstage as the uh, clip for Smells Like Teen Spirit. And also used most of the extras from the original, mm. including the janitor that's featured in various scenes. See, I wouldn't have known that. I would have just been like, "Ah, oh, it looks just like the original video. Yeah. I wouldn't have noticed the janitor was the same actor or the extras were the same.
0: Yeah. And so, that's what makes Weird Al
3: such a visionary. He is a visionary. In a way, he is. He's a genius. Super genius. Um, I mean, he's he continuously... Uh, never really runs out of material. Mm-hmm. And yet he never has time to be on our show despite
0: thousands of requests. You know, I talked to him once. You did?
3: Yeah, you uh you weren't around so I uh I couldn't uh couldn't have him on and I wasn't really the guy to do interviews, but I wanted to talk to him. Yeah. So I did an interview with him. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. Well,
1: There you go. <laughs> yeah. Just just yeah. what you guys want, a parody song artist, right? Well,
0: no, I mean that you know Weird Al is mm-hmm. like a cultural oh. iconic type of guy. Gotcha. I mean, is it yep. mm-hmm. is it uh, was it a bad interview because he was bad or was it a bad interview because
3: you didn't do your homework with it? Uh, both. Oh, Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. not yeah. all on you. No, no, no. It's all on me. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely all on me. And that uh, is today I learn with Back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Coming up next,
1: in the news, Westfield residents are all upset. Tell you why. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Here's your... 635. We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock
0: 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Aroma. Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car. Whether
1: you trade it or not, it's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, Steve was telling us about the lovely smoke wafting from his... Meat smoker over the weekend or over the last 24 hours or so. We got a couple of stories about local fire and smoke damage to tell you about. One of them from masslive.com, where they say the smell of smoke is still in the air from Antonio's grinders at State Street in Springfield. Caught fire late Monday night. Springfield Fire Department Captain Drew Piemonte, Piemonte? Piemonte. Piemonte. said firefighters responded to the fire around eleven twenty-eight. PM on Monday, fire officials saying the flames were mostly contained to the exterior part of the building. Officials say no people were injured during that fire.
0: Well, that suggests, and again, I'm not putting myself in sort of any kind of investigative position, but if it's an exterior fire, mm-hmm. that suggests to me that it probably was not from the inside, which means someone might have said it. Hmm. They, right. they, they, like, a, like an arson kind yeah. of thing? You know yeah. what I mean? Look at you, Mr. Detective. Well, I'm just saying, you know, Antonio's on uh, on State Street, damn fine pizza place.
3: Yeah, but they got uh, one on Bay Street and they got one down the bottom of the whatever that mean. Right. My,
0: my point in making this uh, observation is, is that if, uh, if that is your local pizza, pizza joint of choice, mm-hmm. you don't set it on fire. You do everything you can to prevent anyone from setting your favorite place on fire. That's, I, that has always been my uh, my belief, that if I see you setting a fire to a place it, I love, I will interrupt you. Even if it's something
3: you didn't love, you shouldn't set it on fire.
0: True. I, I, I agree with that. But if it's something that helps your neighborhood, like delicious pizza that's open uh, fairly late at night,
1: you leave that building alone. All right, Inspector Gadget, maybe somebody can pick up on your tip there. Who knows? Just saying. All right. Uh, You know, it is uh, drought-like conditions and uh, elevated concerns for fire hazards right now here in Western Mass. And maybe it was caused by that. Maybe it was natural. Who knows? We didn't talk about the Tavern on the Hill fire, but the cleanup continues there along Route 141. Mount Tom area overlooking East Hampton uh, and the owner of Tavern on the Hill saying now because of the cleanup they may miss the fall foliage season there. Yeah. That's, could, a, that's could, a that's a that's a tough spot to be in. Could be about 3 months until they're able to clean it up. Several hundred thousand dollars in structural damage to the restaurant's outdoor deck and external wall and support frames. Damn. Any Theories on that? Oh, Special gadgets? I've, I've basically
0: exhausted all of my great fire uh, theories. Okay, uh, but uh, but that's a
1: shame because the view from that place is amazing. Yeah, one of the best in the state of Massachusetts, according to a recent poll. The interior will well, have to be cleaned. It and used are- to
3: be. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah, well, I'm sure they'll make you know have a big comeback there. They clean it up. Uh, the rug will have to be replaced because of smoke damage. All the electrical power had to be shut off since the fire, meaning everything in the fridge spoiled and had to be thrown away, including an estimated $10,000 worth of meat.
3: Man, I could have used it. You could have right? been smoking that by now. I could have. What if I had gone over there? Mm-hmm. Uh, I should. You see? Yep. You know what? But, next time I see a restaurant fire, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go over the next day and go, hey, before you toss that away. There you go how rancid could it be? I mean it's packed in plastic, it's uh, in a cooler. Mm-hmm. Uh obviously it's not going to be good for very long and they have standards to follow. But uh the average Joe like me who wants to smoke a brisket, I don't have any standards. I will uh, I will risk the botulism for a free piece of brisket. If I mean, it's just going to rot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They should be able to sell it to you for half the half price. Uh,
3: I think they should just give it to me. They're going to get the insurance right off. Maybe. Well, if this maybe. happened over the
1: weekend, maybe they still got it sitting around. You go over there and grab it. Could be. Remember how we told you about uh, Marcus Williams resigning from uh, Springfield City Council and how the residents of Ward 5 had to decide on who was going to replace him for that seat? Yes. Well, they had the vote yesterday. And two city council candidates will move forward now for a special election in September. LeVar Click-Bruce and Edward Collins Jr. receiving the most votes Tuesday night. And they get to move ahead to that next election on Tuesday, September 13th. Here are the total votes for Tuesday night's election. LeVar Click-Bruce had 385 votes. Edward Collins with 316. Again, those are the two guys moving forward. Right behind them, Mike Lee had 201 votes, and Ellen Teresa Morehouse, 225, all the way down to Edward Green in last place with 39 votes. Here's the sad part. Voter turnout, 9.6%. For that one, Ward. Yep. That is pathetic. Mm-hmm. So don't complain if you didn't get involved in the process. On the other hand, maybe they got the right people there. LeVar well, Click, Bruce, and Edward Collins. You know, the
0: thing, the thing about it is, unless it's a regular election in November, you're never going to get people out for it. Special elections, people just don't come out for it. It's too bad because, I mean, really, you know, the the, the it's a minority group of voters mm-hmm. that winds up deciding everything right. for everybody else. And, you know, I mean, if you're, if you're not happy with uh, who you have to choose from, you really have no
1: one to blame but your, for yourself if you didn't participate in the process. Had another process unfolding Tuesday night. Westfield residents voicing concerns about a potential Target distribution center near Barnes Air Force Base. Target owns the land where the center would be built along North Road, Falcon Drive, and Southampton Road. The facility would be about 525,000 square feet. And there'd be an additional 200 tractor-trailer trips in that area, 1,000 employee vehicle trips daily to the area, and some residents are worried that instead of the Mass Pike, trucks would instead use Homestead Avenue, which leads to Holyoke to get to 91. I don't understand
3: why they don't build another ramp off the Pike for that industrial area. That would make perfect sense. You don't have the toll booths anymore, so Mm -hmm. why can't you just build... A flyover for like uh, commercial trucks only. Well,
0: mm-hmm. that would make sense, but something is telling me wasn't isn't there like a law that prevents anyone or prevents the state from building a uh, an other another exit off the pike for mm-hmm. just commercial purposes? Because remember when Palmer was in the mix for a uh, for a casino? Yeah. And there was a talk of doing, like, a, a, a flyover from the pike yeah. specifically for that. Part of the problem is I think they weren't really allowed to do that in that way. It would require, like, a whole bunch of other legislation just for that.
3: Yeah. See, that's uh, that's what I'd never understand about things. Like, you have something that could bring you, you know, economic relief to your area. It uh, could bring jobs to your area. Uh, but you don't want to do it because of traffic issues, which I completely understand. If I lived in those neighborhoods, I wouldn't want all that traffic uh, coming through mine. But if the solution is let's build a ramp to at least put the commercial traffic into the industrial area that way that takes care of that mm-hmm. piece and then you know you still you, you still win mm-hmm. at the end. but uh, why why? Why does it take so long to get legislation to build a ramp off I, a highway?
0: I really don't know. I also don't know why, and we've talked about this before, like, uh, y- y- you know, why isn't there an exit between Westfield and Lee? Oh, there is. Not legal. Not legal. But there's an exit. No, I got I got <laughs> that. But you got, thir- it's like 33, 35 miles between these two exits which means in order to get mm-hmm. to any of the towns between Westfield and Lee you're going way the hell out of your way. Listen, and you know there are plenty of places that could benefit as a result of having it there. Maybe that's the place to to have put a uh, like a target distribution center. Mm-hmm.
3: If you're going west uh, between Westfield and, and and Lee, yeah, in Blandford, you can get off at this little it's like a maintenance uh There's a maintenance facility on the eastbound side. Yes. That's locked. Yes. But on the other side of going westbound, that's not locked. And you could get off. Now, get this. The fine is only $50, which is totally worth the risk. (laughs) <laughs> of getting fine, of getting caught by a state trooper out yeah. there on the highway, unless unless you've been fined multiple times for trying it. Okay, okay but uh, yeah, I get I get that part. But I'm just saying, you know, like you're a first time offender with these things, you could you could do this and not get caught, and and only pay fifty dollars if you do. Uh, I've also <laughs> noticed that on 91 North,
1: there's a Bradley Airport exit, number 40. And then there's my exit for Windsor Locks. Yeah, number forty two. There's no exit forty one. It's on the other side of the highway. Is that how they do that? Or they don't? They don't put them in order traveling north. So the forty one is traveling south instead of north. Is that how yeah. that happens? Oh, okay. Learn something every day. Today I Today learned. Today you learned. Exactly. Yeah, that. We should have had the music and everything. It's six forty five with back Steve and Dave coming up next. A thief in Pennsylvania, not worth it with the items he tried to lift from a grocery store we'll get to it next on rock 102
0: wings we rock 102 springfield's classic rock at 653 and we with back stephen david rock 102 a
3: breeze so strong it'll knock your plane out of the sky
0: <laughs> good good point on that one uh hey join pat kelly and the rock One Hundred and Two road crew saturday from noon to two at curry honda and chicopee for a wwe ticket blitz giving out four packet tickets to the uh wwe saturday night main event on august 27th at the mass mutual center every 15 minutes and pat will be there too plus uh, there'll be food trucks and uh, dakin will be on site accepting donations stop by the rock 102 table for your chance to win great prizes saturday curry honda 767 memorial drive in Chicopee, from noon to two with pat kelly and rock 102 springfield's classic rock
2: highs
1: in the low to mid 70s for today some rain ending this morning about 8 30
2: Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment.
3: If you want to crown them, then crown their ass.
2: Here's today's mass hat.
1: Uh, Two items to get to. One, sort of a follow-up on yesterday when we told you about the Miller High Life ice cream. Yes. In the form of the dive bars that Miller High Life is putting out with the taste of Mm -hmm. actual dive bars built into the ice cream bars. Well, Pabst Blue Ribbon now has its own themed motel that you can book a night in. It's a nod toward the vintage ad campaign back in the day with Jason Alexander. Maybe you remember it. It's called Pabst the Place. And PBR has partnered with the Grand Traverse Motel in Traverse City, Michigan. It's an historic roadside motel. So they've kind of gussied up the place to look like Pabst Blue Ribbon. And they're offering retro beer-loving vacationers an immersive experience in three rooms there that are distinctly appointed
3: in accordance with different PBR themes. If you give me uh, a 30-pack of Pabst Blue Ribbons, I can make any motel look Mm. like a Pabst Blue Ribbon motel.
0: True. Actually, I'm looking at uh, pictures of the place. Mm -hmm. It's a... I mean, it's cheesy, but kind of
1: cool at the same time. Does it say what the cost is, because I can't find that. To-
0: um, no, but mm-hmm. you can uh, you can call them over the phone. Yeah, where they take uh, they take their their bookings.
1: Got to use uh, your brick phone to call them though, probably right. I don't know, but it looks
0: fantastic. I mean, uh, yeah it, it it literally looks like you're walking into a place in 1980,
3: mm-hmm.
0: not Ni- not 81, 82, 1980, just when the 70s are winding down.
1: Yep. Well, hey, if you're gonna be in Michigan. And is that Traverse City? I think that's the uh, Upper Peninsula, isn't it? It's Uh, it's close. I don't know. Yeah. So, hey, it might be
3: something you might want to look into. What about the Creative Pines Motel? Could we turn that into something special? (laughs) It already is. No, I mean, like, very special.
0: Listen, if if you've got a notion, if you've got an idea in your head, Mm -hmm. it can be very
1: special. Well, maybe a local brewery wants to get involved with that. And... On to the other <laughs> There's mass- already enough
3: yeast going on in those <laughs> rooms. I don't think you need any more brew going on.
1: Uh, another Mass Hat nominee, a guy in Pennsylvania named Anthony Cancel. Yep, spelled like that. He stole five cans of Axe Body Spray from a grocery store. The value of the theft, $32.45. How
3: many cans? Five. five. Wow, that stuff's expensive. Right? <laughs> Ex- <laughs> It's expensive to smell like a douche all day. <laughs> yeah, but you attract the ladies, though, right? No, you don't. Actually, you actually, repel them. Yeah. Uh, uh, the,
2: uh,
1: apparently, he made it out of the store without being caught, but then was easily identified on security footage because he was a former employee at the store. So normally, it might go down as some sort of petty theft. Again, $32.45, but Anthony, cancel. Had two prior convictions
3: on his record, which means his theft gets boosted to a felony. You know, if I'm going to uh, rob a former employer, it's going to be a something good. Right. Not acts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like That's what that guy was contemplating his entire employment. You know what, man? These sons of bitches will... When they fire me from here, I'm coming back here. And the first thing I'm going for is that Axe body spray because it's (laughs) under lock and key because we're in that kind of neighborhood. And it smells so good. I'll show them. You always know you're in a good neighborhood when Axe body spray is under lock and key and you have to ask somebody to go get it for you. (laughs) It's
1: 6.58 with back Steve and Dave. Coming up next, you might have missed some of the details about the marriage over the weekend for an NBA star. We'll detail them for you. Coming up next in the 102-Second Sports on Rock 102.
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger wood-fired Grills. Hey,
0: good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, on Friday night... The New England Patriots will be hosting the Carolina Panthers during their otherwise meaningless preseason contest, which, of course, you'll be able to hear right here on Rock 102. And to prepare for this all-out preseason bloodbath, Both the Patriots and the Panthers have been holding joint practice sessions at the Patriots practice facility. Now, on paper, this seems like a terrific idea, getting all the guys together, practicing, everybody trying to make the team, depending on what team they're on. What could possibly go wrong in the face of all this friendly cooperation? Well, apparently, everything. According to reports, a number of players were ejected off the field and sent to the locker rooms yesterday after getting involved in a fist-wielding altercation against each other. What started it all? According to several eyewitnesses, the skirmish began after New England's Christian Wilkinson caught a pass near the Carolina sidelines, at which point somebody said something about something. Next thing you know, you got yourself a little dust up. The result of which prompted a number of very curious Patriots players to rush towards the Carolina sidelines to investigate the situation. That then sparked additional hostility and consternation between the two teams. Next thing you know, Kendrick Bourne is throwing punches. Carolina's Kenny Robinson starts throwing haymakers. James Ferentz got tangled up with with the Panthers' defensive tackle Phil Hoskins. Everybody winds up getting tossed out of practice. It was mayhem, and I loved it. Later in the day, Panthers head coach Matt Rule's quarter is saying, We came here not to fight, but to practice. To which I would say... Are you kidding me? If you really wanted to practice, you'd be practicing somewhere else. You agreed to bring your team to Foxborough. What did you think was going to happen? People going to start making friends? We're going to take everybody out for ice cream after the th- after practice? Of course not. You're getting ready to play a pointless exhibition against the most hated team in the NFL and acting like jerks is the only way you're going to beat them because you got nothing else. But hey, another my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, Jeffrey, I need a new cord for this lamp or I need a small bracket just like this. Jeffrey's a hardware wizard, the kind of guy you want to know at your local hardware store. You'll find Jeffrey at the Palmer Rocky's Ace Hardware location. Good people, rock solid service, just like Jeffrey at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's classic, classic rock, Rock One Hundred Two. Springfield's classic rock. It's seven twelve, and Bon Jovi. We're back, Stephen
1: Dave, on Rock One Hundred Two. Very little bit of rain, not enough to solve the drought conditions. Uh, the little rain we have going to be ending this morning, and we're going to have highs in the low to mid seventies.
4: Oh, well, you
0: uh, saw this yesterday on uh, Twenty Two News? No, I did. Yesterday would have been the one month. Uh, as of yesterday, the Big E is one month away. One month, the Big E is is, uh, is coming
3: up. Oh, I can't wait for uh, Beulah the Elephant to be on display. You know, um, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't been to the Big E
0: since uh, before COVID. And it's not because of COVID that I didn't go. It's not because of uh, any problem I have with the Big E. I like going to the Big E. Just haven't gone. And I don't know why. I think this may be the year I go back. Really? Yes. And I don't know why. I feel like. I should be at the Big E. I also feel like maybe I should go to that Media Day thing, which I have missed for... Ten the, years? Ten years? Yeah. Every year it, it goes on. I think, oh, God, do we not want to hang out with Brian Lapis again? I mean, I don't, do I want to do that?
3: Well, they they have all the, uh, the food that they serve at the Big E of the media party, you know, like the bacon-wrapped figs. Yeah, right. And shrimp and... Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. That's just a, that's just to butter up the media, saying, "Hey, talk about how great we are." Yeah,
0: here, here's some food that you couldn't possibly get mm-hmm. at the Big E. Well, I mean, we'll uh, we'll deep fry a donut for you, wrap it in bacon, but we won't uh, we won't be serving that here at this class. No,
3: event. not this
1: one. Dave, did you go to the uh, the media thing last year?
3: I did not. And you what day not. is
1: that coming up? Do we know? Have we been invited officially to that? It's or always not-
3: the day before the Big E opens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. it's uh, you know it's all. Uh, with all the local
0: celebards and you know, uh, mucky mucks all
4: getting mm-hmm. together.
3: We've never really had a formal invite to that thing. We just kind of always just showed up. Ah, and uh, people give us dirty looks mm. and go, "What the hell are they doing here? We didn't put them on the list."
0: Well, you know, the last couple of times I've seen, like Gene Cassidy, he's like uh, been you know more than happy to see me. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, his- but he doesn't make the list. Who makes that list? Yeah, uh, other people. The same list that makes the list for, uh, say, like the St. Patrick's Day parade.
3: Listen, Gene's too busy sweeping elephant meat under a rug. You gotta. Uh... I don't think Gene does that. I
1: think, uh, think no. He's...
0: I think Gene may sweep some of the
3: cash that yeah. they get every year under a rug.
0: But you there's some more that... meat
1: you could get for your smoker, man. We'll just head yeah. on over there, and get some elephant meat. Right well, now.
3: well, it's been cured for a couple of years. Okay, now. I think it's more like a salami mm. at this point.
1: Like they jerky, maybe.
3: They've, uh, they've
0: already uh, booked uh, a lot of the entertainment already, and they've I think they've done a pretty decent job with it. They've kind of stepped up their game over the last few years. Uh, for example, at the, uh, the Big E Arena, the big shows are going to be uh, the Dropkick Murphys. They're very popular, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nelly. You like Nelly, don't you? Mm. Hot air. Eh. So hot in here. That's right. Uh, Skinnerd will be there. Yeah. And then, uh, if you go to the, uh, the court of honor stage, mm-hmm. that's where they, that's where they really ramped it up. Uh, modern English who, uh, was, uh, bounced last year because, uh, of, uh, of visa issues. Now, does that include John Waite? No, that's, uh, no, but John Waite is coming to the biggie. Oh. But that year, that's, uh, John Waite of the babies and, uh, that's. Was it uh, Big English? It was different English. It was a different kind of English.
1: Okay, all right, yeah.
0: Everclear. I know you're a big Everclear fan. I love Art Alexakis. The uh, the Yardbirds featuring all first cousins of the original members of the band. I was going to say, they're still alive. Canned Heat coming. And uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh, without the Fresh Prince. Ironically, that's true. You know who else is coming? Who? The Baja Men. Who Let the Dogs Out? Who? 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 I wonder how long a show like that would be. I mean, does do they play other songs besides Who Let the Dogs Out, or did they just save that for, like, you know, the encore of the show?
1: <laughs> the encore is the open.
0: Yeah. That yeah. must be
1: the, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Or do people, like, do the entire show, yell out, do that song about the dogs? Kind of like when... Uh, the Bay City Rollers were in town. Then Everybody just wanted to do
1: Saturday night. I have a list of the Baja Men's top songs here. Best Years of Our Lives, Summertime, Crocodile Rock. Is that a version of the Elton John classic? Jump. Is that a version of the Van Halen classic? Hakuna Matata. These are some of their top songs. Also, It's a Small World.
0: Again. Ripping uh, off Disney. I don't know if they're ripping off anything. These, these could all just be coincidental situations where they they had a song and they just named it that. It just, yeah, I'm sure it has nothing to do with
3: them uh, being a glorified cover band. They've, just played. they've got a, a version of Dancing in the Moonlight. I'm uh, putting my money on the uh, Picasso of, uh, of the guitar, Jose Feliciano. Mm-hmm.
0: How's he going to know whether there's a big crowd or not? Do they just uh, tell him, and he assumes
3: he can feel it? Yeah, he can feel it. Can you? He puts the cane out, and he can feel the people in the crowd. Right. Yeah, that's how you do it. You, you know, know what? You know what I'm lo- most looking forward to? It's
0: not even the entertainment, because that happens every year. Uh, it's like uh, it, it, I, I think it's time for me to really start diving back into the food tour mm-hmm. of the biggie. You know, the the I, I'm not going to stand in line for a potato, but I will stand in line for a cream puff. I I will stand in line for a. Uh, for, you know, like uh, like you know, deep fried pickles or deep fried yeah. Oreos or you know whatever the new stuff is, that's the stuff I want to try.
3: They g- usually come out around this time with the new product, anyway, don't they?
0: Like in the beginning of the. Well, I gotta month. believe they're not that far away from announcing the new foods. They haven't done mm-hmm. it yet, but that's coming. That like you know, it's you know we're a month away, but I would think like within another week or so they're gonna start slowly telling you. All the new things that you can try, because they're already working on it. I mean, they, they're they, you know, listen, it's a big organization. They're all figuring out, uh, all right, what's the grossest thing we can put together and
1: sell for like nine bucks a shot. That's what they spend all year doing. Mm-hmm. I've got the Baja Men dancing in the moonlight queued up. If you want to take a shot at it, I mean, I don't know if it's I, you know, it might be filthy and profane. It might be the knockoff version of what was a King Harvest. They do the original "Dancing in the Moonlight."
0: Uh, was it? Was, yes, I think so. If All you right. want,
1: go ahead, Dave. I'll skip ahead.
6: Was
1: in the there
0: you go. Well, there you go. Their that, version that, of <laughs> that almost seems <laughs> one worthwhile. Wonder,
1: yes.
3: Well, hey, uh, you know, uh, you go see somebody, that's all you really want is just that one song like you were saying. Yeah. And then you leave. That's all. Remember that one year where you and
0: I went and we did nothing but eat? Yes. I think we made a video of it. I don't even know if it's it's even still available, but we just ate like all day. It's like all we did, just like packed one delicious thing into our mouths after another.
3: That's only because somebody else was paying for it, though.
0: Oh, yeah, but, I mean, you know what I'm getting at. I mean, Mm -hmm. wouldn't it just kind of be cool to kind of do that tour again, see if we can get some petty cash and – had the three of us just chow down for an afternoon.
3: Yeah, we can get petty cash to buy us food, but we can't get petty cash to get us tickets for the Big E cuz they're not going to give <laughs> us
0: those at all.
3: <laughs> we won't get those.
0: Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. That's uh, that would that would that would be if 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 free tickets to the Big E were ever to fall into my lap, I wouldn't know what to do yeah. with myself. I went
3: uh I think I told you this last year. I went on a uh I went on a Thursday night with my kids. Yeah. Thinking that that would be a good idea. You know how many drunks are at the Big E on a Thursday? Yes, all of them. It just doesn't it didn't seem like this family friendly, you know, type of thing they make this out to be as you're walking through and all these people are getting like hammered and yelling and swearing oh, and yeah. you know, like they're in a bar room somewhere. And then you got people going across the street and God bless that guy with the liquor store across the street from the Big E. Oh, he's making bank. He's making bank. Those people were walking in there buying nips. Yep. There was a guy uh, who was walking alongside of me who was very intoxicated and couldn't tell where the liquor store was. And I said, You mean this one that we're standing in front of? Because he had his phone in front of him looking on a map <laughs> where he was supposed to be. And I'm like, It's right here. Yeah. Oh, hey, man. How cool you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always a good time at the Big E. It is. I, I didn't.
1: I was just looking up the Big E on Wikipedia. Do you know there's a wrestler named Big E, too? I never knew that. I don't know if they have any sort of battle going on for a rapper know, social e. media rights or whatever.
0: Yeah. Big E Smalls. Yeah. God rest his soul, for crying out loud. But uh, you know, I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. Mm-hmm. I, my biggest issue with the Big E has always been the traffic to get in. I For whatever reason, I always make the wrong choice. I always go the wrong way, and eh. I... instantly regret it
3: again it depends on what day you go what you're going to see i mean obviously if you go to a night that has one of the big concerts at it you're gonna have a lot of people there
0: well remember how we used to i don't even know if we're still doing it i assume we we probably do like opening day we would go and uh we'd set up next to uh the veterans administration right Mm -hmm. and uh there was one year but i was supposed to go and get there at 11 Mm a.m okay so i leave here at Exactly like nine fifty-five. I'm out the door. I'm in my car, and I'm and I in my head. I'm going, don't take the South End Bridge. Do not take the South End Bridge. Well, what do I do? You take the South. End I Bridge. took the South End Bridge like an idiot. And you know you what? Should
3: have gotten off an Agawam and went that way.
0: I know, but see, like an idiot, I'm thinking, nah. How bad could it possibly be? I left here again nine fifty-five in the morning. You know what time I got to the Big E? What one fifteen? Hmm. Wow. Come on. I swear to you, the event that I was supposed to be at was over over by the time I actually got in. And the only place for me to park because I had a media pass to park, Mm -hmm. that lot was already full. So I wound up parking at like the Dante Club and then huffing it over to to, to get to where I needed to be. But you made all sorts of new friends on the way. No, I didn't, I didn't make any <laughs> friends because I was in my car just, you know, screaming and yelling into my phone uh, to the boss at the time. I'm going to be late. I'm not going to make it. Understand what I'm facing because I was stupid enough to take the South End mm-hmm. Bridge.
3: Yeah, walking from the Dante Club, what is that, two and nine-tenths of a mile down to, uh, <laughs> to
6: that
0: for,
3: gate? for me, it wasn't yeah. even a,
0: a walk. I was like almost
3: sprinting. <gasps> I was
0: out of breath. It was a 900-degree day, and I was, you know, I was, I I almost felt like I was going to have a heart attack and pass
3: out. Look at you. Now look at me. Now, you, now you're going to need a, a <laughs> rascal to get in there. At least you'll get on the rides first. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, yes, I will.
0: I'll get into yeah. every line first. It's 724 with back Stephen and Dave and Rock 102. It's 727 with back Stephen and Dave and Rock 102.
1: It's going to be pretty much nice today. Uh, the rain's going to be ending sometime this morning, and it's not going to be enough to solve the drought conditions. We're going to have highs in the low to mid 70s today. Good day to go to the sheriff's picnic. Yes. That's uh, that's coming up today. I know he was upset at me yesterday for talking about the potential for rain. Well, just by covering that yesterday, look, the chance for rain dwindled to almost nothing. And you and it's all it's all you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, amazing. But take credit for that. Hey, today's Massachusetts Day, by the way, to honor the great Bay State. Uh isn't that a day at the Big E instead? Yeah. Yeah, that's,
3: that's another day they celebrate then at the Big E. Uh there's a few
1: Things on this map I'm looking at here, Uh, I'm wondering if you guys know about the Bay State. Like, for instance, what's the state song? Um, Um, It depends on what, there's like four of them. (laughs) Is that right? There's actually four of them. And will the Baja Men be playing any of them at the biggie? No, no, they will not. All Hail to Massachusetts is listed on this map. All Hail to Massachusetts? Yes. Uh, The state insect. Uh, the praying
3: mantis. No, good guess. Uh, the tick. The ladybug. Ah, the. What a said tick. The state bird. Um, condor. <laughs> I was
1: three days. Yeah, the condor, say by the, the do-do. way, The extinct dodo. Uh, no, it's the black capped chickadee. Yeah. Ah, oh, that was
0: gonna be my next guess. Yes.
1: What else? Uh, the state dessert. Uh, this is kind of an easy one, guys. Come on, the Boston cream pie. Yes, hey, yes, uh,
0: it's hard to fight that one.
1: The state fish, cod. Yes, mm-hmm. got a cape named after it. The state folk dance is listed as the square dance. Does anybody square dance anymore? My grandparents used to square dance. Yeah,
3: we did Actually, uh, square dancing in high school. That was like part of gym class.
0: Mm, yeah, I remember that too. Mm-hmm. I hated that. Uh, Although, yeah, we do, we did have an employee here. That was nas- a nationally ranked square dance caller.
1: Oh, that's right. You've told me about that
0: before. Yeah, like nationally ranked. Hmm. Do you realize what you got to go through to be nationally recognized? Can't imagine as a square dance caller.
1: Mm.
0: A square dance caller. Yes, this is the guy that would tell you to dosey do and go up to the middle and back and swing your partner round and round, and and that this is what the guy's. Mm-hmm. This is what his passion was. Yeah. He I was, was to- t-
3: totally into it. I would have liked to seen that live in gym class. All we had was like a record on one of those old record players. Yeah, you know the ones with like the felt on the outside of it. What was that material that they used? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. felt. Yeah, yeah. And-, and they'd play the. Uh, she'd. We had this gym teacher that was like. Uh, she was very uh, masculine. Very masculine. Well, that's mm-hmm. unusual. And she was like old as dirt. You know, I believe uh, I believe whiskey did a lot of that damage. Right. But uh, she would walk around, and she's like, "All right, everybody, grab a partner." Well, Steve, you don't have one. I'll be yours. Oh boy! <laughs> so we had to do the we had to do the square dance, and then the guy would come on the radio. Was Are this Miss uh, Ballbricker? No. You know what? I'm trying to remember her name, and I don't because I think she's probably dead by now. Sure. You know that was thirty five years ago. You know, probably from cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: probably. Um, one more here: state flower for Massachusetts. Here on Massachusetts Day, cauliflower. No, the Mayflower. I didn't even know there was such a flower. Yeah,
0: I guess it's out there. Well, this is uh, this is fascinating stuff.
1: Yeah. What about uh, any other tips on Massachusetts? Mm, the state heroin, and I'm not talking about the drug. I was gonna say, yeah, you could probably
0: buy
3: that out of the back of yeah. somebody's car up in the uh, the North End. That's the that's the <laughs> that's the uh, the town uh, of Palmers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's heroin. Right. That's, yeah. It. Yeah. that's it.
1: That's uh, it. The state heroin. Someone known as Deborah Saltman Gannett.
3: Nope, no, no idea. I, Got no idea. Never known. Nope. State heroin
1: of Massachusetts. No idea. Yeah.
3: What about uh, you know? They were trying to find a new logo for the state flag. That's right. Uh, why don't we have like a like a Kennedy uh, driving off a bridge or, uh, <laughs> That's you know.
0: that's an image we're still hanging yeah, on to I isn't know, it? yeah. yeah we've never gotten over that one. We got news next to Rock One O Two. Here's your warm. <laughs> we're back, Steve and Dave on Rock One O Two. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by serve you Locksmith. They got a key for that, St. James Avenue in Springfield or Surveyolocksmith dot Here's Steve here's
1: uh, Dave Coombs. So drought conditions continuing in western Mass, low 70s to mid-70s for the high today with just a 20% chance of rain. There might be a little this morning, but it's ending soon. And on top of that, a water devil was captured. A
3: water devil.
1: Yeah. This is top news according to 22 News, guys. Apparently, it was traveling across Five Mile Pond in Springfield, and a viewer sent a video of what he thought was a small water spout. Turns out, according to 22 News Storm Team meteorologist Adam Stremko, it's actually a water devil. Apparently, clear air on a sunny day creates a vortex that forms over the water, and a water spout is a spinning column of air, water, and mist. You can actually see the video on the 22 News website. Cool. In the case of the formation of the water devil... Uh, sunny conditions, very little to no clouds, and the difference in the temperatures over the water creates the little vortex. How about that?
3: You know, uh, speaking about top news, you missed uh, a cat named Maple who was rescued from a tree in Goshen. You didn't see that? I missed that, Steve. How did, that, how did we let that go by? Oh,
1: boy. Well, and also, top news to the folks at 22 News, a wallet thief being sought. This incident from two weeks ago. Springfield police are asking for the public's help in identifying an alleged wallet thief. And it's one of these stories where they don't identify the actual store. They say that the theft occurred inside of a store at the intersection of Eastern Ave and Union Street. So somebody dropped their wallet. When they went back to get it, it was gone. Detectives are on the scene. And they've got the video from the store and... The alleged thief is identified on the video of the store's security camera. Pretty clear picture of him right here. You don't see a
0: lot of dudes uh,
1: in, a hot,
0: in a hard hat uh, walking around, do you?
1: Is that a hard hat, or is it a, is it a baseball cap backwards, or is it? No, like that's
0: one? that's a hard hat. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm seeing.
1: I'm, it's like a like a like he's doing road construction. Looks like he has like a. A planter's pot on top of his head. Or maybe it's a Devo hat that's yellow. No, no.
0: I Believe me, I know from the uh, Devo Energy Dome, like anybody else,
1: that is a hard hat. Mm.
3: Does he have a cigarette in his
1: mouth? That looks like a cigarette, Steve. And it looks like, I don't know what aisle he's on there. Is that like ketchup and barbecue sauce? Or is that some sort of deodorant? And it looks like he's almost like applying deodorant underneath his armpits. Or is he sticking the wallet Underneath his arm.
0: I think he's sticking it underneath his arm. If you know, look carefully, know. you can see uh, you know, boxes of pasta, uh, salad dressing,
3: mm-hmm. and oil on that bottom shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that guy, he's uh, hes in trouble now.
1: And I don't know, you guys are usually experts at this because they did not identify the store at the intersection of Eastern Avenue and Union Street.
3: Any speculation? <clears throat> yeah, it's called Pamela's Grocery. It's a little neighborhood market.
0: Really? Yeah.
3: I don't know that one. I just looked it up on Google Street View. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, See? good luck catching good that guy. On. Well, this guy's never going to get away with it. Someone is going to identify him. How many guys are out there on a daily basis with an orange hard hat? Not many.
1: Not many. Good point. Another friendlies has closed in New Jersey. Now down to 125 restaurants nationwide. Currently with 29 in Massachusetts and 125, as I said, nationwide. At one time, there were 850 friendlies across the country.
3: Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know. Things, uh, These restaurants are closing faster than it takes to get a jig at friendlies. <laughs> as long as we're on food.
1: <laughs> There's a recall of Capri Sun, guys. 5,760 cases of the quote-unquote beverages, potentially contaminated, according to Kraft Heinz, because a diluted cleaning solution was in them. Apparently it's used on the food processing equipment at the factory, inadvertently introduced into a production line at one of the factories. So they didn't rinse. Yeah. Only the wild cherry-flavored Capri Suns were affected. With the date on the products best used by June 25th, 2023. And now you could uh, actually clean a floor with it. Yes. The issue was discovered after several complaints about the taste of the
3: impacted product.
0: I've had uh, complaints about the taste of that stuff for years. Had nothing to do with cleaning solutions.
3: There is a fast food chain I will never go to ever again.
0: Do you care to say which one?
3: No, but I just know that I will never ever go there ever again. Why is that? Because uh, I was handed a cup of uh, what I thought uh, was soda, and it was actually like the cleaning cup they used to clean the soda machine. And I was already uh, like two miles away when I uh, luckily looked down and noticed something odd about the cup. Cause it wasn't really full, yeah. And then you open it up, and it had these little floaty things floating in there, like all the sugar. Like it was the stuff that I, I've I've worked in 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 you know the food industry before. That's how you clean the soda machines. Mm-hmm. It was disgusting. So I probably could have sued. I you, probably could have won some money.
0: You would have had to have a little bit in your system before you could. Claim
3: damages. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to do that, and uh, I don't have the interest in filing lawsuits all over Western Massachusetts, so uh, I just <laughs> I just complain about it instead. What, what does this uh, place rhyme with? Oh, I don't <laughs> think you know, but all the chicks saying out there. No, I, I don't know, know what, what, what you're saying? talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Hey, there's one was other reason.
1: Was this uh, was this
0: soda bought on say like? a Sunday? no you can't buy it on a sunday Mm. i don't know which one we're talking about this is what
1: is
3: this is like guess who
1: excellent line of questioning Bax. good job (laughs) uh there's another recall here of home run frozen pizza do your owners hate the gays
3: (laughs) yes well we can eliminate these four
1: (laughs) i don't think the employees of that place even know what the policies are Uh, just they know they're not working on sunday Home Run in frozen pizza, also on the recall, according to the USDA, the Chicago premium pizza style of the home run brand. It's a deluxe sausage classic pizza with the best buy date of 120322. So coming up at the end of this year, if you' got any home run pizza in your freezer, throw it out and get a refund. Four men are charged in connection with a major black market marijuana and tobacco trafficking operation in the state of Massachusetts. Apparently, the ring was operating out of Woburn and then using stores across the state and also in New York and New Hampshire to launder their black market weed and tobacco. Uh, Samuel Habib of Stratham, New Hampshire, was the ringleader. He was arrested along with two other guys from Binghamton, New York, and Las Vegas. So if you bought any black market marijuana or tobacco, you might be able to get a refund there as well. Who knows? Is this like uh, like
3: cigarettes or like uh, you know pipe tobacco? Doesn't say. Because we're having pipe night this week. Oh, it's pipe night. <laughs> look at your face. You look like an old catcher's mitt. What, is, what did you think was going to happen? Know, uh,
0: uh, emphysema? Birth defects?
3: Not this! Look away.
1: Uh, I'm hideous. We had an assault and battery in Brockton. 41-year-old Marvin Hunt. Dude, you got an assault and battery every single hour in Brockton. Excuse me. It happened in Boston. The suspect is from Brockton. 41-year-old Marvin Hunt apparently took out an umbrella and smacked a 60-year-old man over the head with it at an MBTA station. His brother Mike is a
3: real jerk.
0: (laughs) Yes,
1: that's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, The only reason given was that this guy, Marvin Hunt, claims the 60-year-old guy was taking a picture of him. The 60-year-old guy had no device to even take a photograph. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. So after being clobbered over the head with the umbrella, the 60-year-old man cried foul, police were on the duty, and they arrested Marvin Hunt. Is that what he said?
3: Foul! Mm. Foul! (laughs) Cried foul, right? Mm, That's right.
1: Uh, yesterday, we did the story about the device that lets men experience period cramps. Now, yeah, it's called a wedding ring. Ah,
6: <laughs> listen <laughs> to you.
1: Now, in Scotland, local authorities are legally requiring stores to provide tampons and other period products free of charge to anybody who needs them. Free? It's called the Period Products Act. It passed the Scottish Parliament in a Hmm. unanimous vote, and it came into force Monday this week. You know, I have to tell you, uh, I
0: was at a local uh, pharmaceutical store. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, when you're lining up to go to the pharmacist, the uh, the aisle you have to uh, stand around in is the one full of uh you know, you know, you know, uh female products mm-hmm. yeah you know like you know tampons pads mm-hmm. all yeah. that stuff for whatever reason the whole aisle was cleared out hmm. like there's some sort of shortage on these products really remember how bananas we were over toilet paper sure. yeah Can you imagine now that, that, that like maybe this is one of those supply and demand issues and They're giving it away for free. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, in this country, that they'll probably be charging Tom dollar for for a, for a, a bundle of pads.
3: I haven't had any issues finding them.
0: Well, Steve, I, maybe I just was there on a on a tough day with inventory. I don't maybe. know. It I just don't know. Yeah, seemed like one of those things mm-hmm. where you know, like half the shelf had it, and half the other half didn't. Maybe you had a bad supply chain day. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. The, I, ladies, I hope for your sake, that's what happened. The Period
1: Products Act passed in Scotland says that products of that type should be available, quote, in public buildings and obtaining them should not be, quote, complex yeah, or I, bureaucratic.
3: I've always agreed with that. It's it's just it's it's a needed p- it, product mm-hmm. for for humans uh, you know obviously uh people who experience uh those period things uh, mm-hmm. are gonna need that stuff well, and i actually used to use them as beds and pillows for my he-man dolls mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot and but look i mean it's but, but th- at least they were comfortable mm-hmm. yeah that's what his he-man dolls told them i guess right it's 7.46 <laughs> with back Steve and Dave. Coming up next And Now Hear This. Ironically of- enough, one side of Steve's sheets were sticky too. How,
6: uh. do, you, yeah.
3: How do you think uh, Cringer became Battle Cat? He got his period, and that's why he turned into a big giant beast. <laughs> <laughs> it was only for a short period of time in the show. <laughs> <Rawr, laughs> He-Man. Now Hear This
1: next on <laughs> Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic
0: Rock, 753, and Led Zeppelin. Tonight at Symphony Hall in Springfield, Jason Bonham is going to be doing a a, a whole Led Zeppelin show. And uh, I think there are still some tickets available. Mm -hmm. Jason Bonham is going to be on the show with us around 8.45 this morning to talk about that show and a bunch of other stuff. Kid's a great drummer. i say a kid, he's my age. He's 56 years old, but he's a hell of nah. a drummer, and he's doing a whole Led Zeppelin show tonight at yeah, Symphony Hall.
1: Looking forward to that one. And, and in case you don't know, his dad was the drummer for Led Zeppelin. He was? I did it, know maybe that. Some, I, maybe fact, some people don't. Well,
0: the, the, the four or five of you that uh, don't, uh, now you know. the things the, Now,
3: the I things you learn. I thought this was Bono's kid.
6: <laughs> no,
0: no. That's...
3: No,
1: that's, that's, uh,
6: that's chastity Bomb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 754
1: with back Steve and Dave. We're going to have highs in the low to mid-70s today.
2: Now hear this. Now hear this.
3: Do you truly hear what I'm saying?
1: Sound off like you got a pair.
3: Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world?
2: Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning.
1: Clip number one from Western Mass News. They talked to a UMass student. Who's upset about the Econo Lodge being used to house UMass students this year. Kids are living in hotels. Like, there's people being denied housing completely. People
6: need to live there. It doesn't make sense that I would have to pay.
1: That's Gabriella Golden, who's all upset. She was also charged an extra $600 because... There was some sort of snafu where she was supposed to cancel out her normal housing arrangement in order to take advantage of the Econa Lodge, which she didn't want to do anyway, and now she's out
3: $600, and it's a whole big rigmarole. Mm. Yeah, uh, I agree with her. She shouldn't be They should give her that money back. Mm -hmm. I read the story. She wants to get off-campus housing. Right. Because when they told her, well, you can't go in these dorms. You have to, we we have an over uh, we have overcrowding. You have to go into this hotel room. So then uh, she realizes how many people are going to be on the floor in this hotel room versus how many people were going to be on the floor in the dorm room. And she said, I don't think I like that idea. And that's her choice mm-hmm. because you know uh, if you were expecting one thing and now they're telling you another thing. You should be able to get that $600 cancellation fee back because that was beyond your control and you were told one thing and now you're being told another. She'll
0: get it back, Steve. I think think they'll resolve it. They'll they'll, they'll figure it out. But
3: Listen, there's
1: there's other ways for any university to fleece their students for cash.
3: mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Just uh, charge extra for the
1: dining hall. Uh, We do have a disagreement that we had yesterday, though, about uh, whether or not it'd be cool to live in an Lodge for a semester. I think it would be okay. ...compared to some of the other living conditions they might have.
0: Depending on the dorm, Mm -hmm. I think it could actually be a step up. Mm -hmm.
1: Clip number two, a group of real-life Golden Girls has gone viral by evaluating the elderly men at their assisted living facility in accordance with a popular meme.
4: He's a 10, but wears a belt with his sweatpants. What?
6: Why would he do that? He's got to be
4: a 2. He's a ten,
5: but wears a suit bib at dinner. I would still rate him a ten. There
3: you go. Hmm.
5: There you go. The nice real the life CDs. Golden
3: Girls. Old biddy's uh, cleaning out the cobweb. Hey, listen <laughs> they
0: they have they have needs too. They do. Yeah, they they're they're looking like all like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Why
1: not? And clip number three from the Yes Network on the call last night for the Yankees Tampa Bay Rays game when the cameras panned into the stands as the Yankees were trailing 3-1 in the 8th and found a haircut in progress.
6: While they're giving haircuts in the bleachers. Might need a little trim. Want to go out there tomorrow? (laughs) Now that you mention it. I don't
2: know if that guy's bore certified. I don't know. You might come back looking awful funny.
6: (laughs) That's what happens when you don't have a lot of action. We don't have enough base runners.
1: (laughs) There you go. Uh, The Yes Network on the call. By the way, the haircut... Full regalia spray bottle comb clippers, black barber cape. the whole thing.
3: <laughs> hey we have we have a we have another clip for now hear this. This is uh, me and my new grill. okay right? this, mm-hmm. is, uh, this is this is Bax coming over yesterday. all right
6: just sit in a car and pretend to drive like like I had to pretend to be impressed by Quagmire's new big green grill. This is the largest high performance ceramic cooker available, Peter. NSF certified. Ah, yeah, cool, I'm starving. Uh, When do we we fire this thing up? (laughs) Fire this thing up? Get a lot of this guy. You don't just fire it up, you slowly bring it to temperature. (sighs) Okay, when do we put the burgers on? (laughs) Burgers? Are you hearing this? You don't put burgers on a grill of this quality, Peter. I've been brining a heritage breed chicken for three days. (laughs) Then can we put that on? Yes, at midnight, when it's reached temperature. (laughs) Then why am I here now? Because I need your help to move the grill a single inch. (laughs) (sighs) Well, let's just listen to music on my high-end stereo system. Nice. Let's crank it. (laughs) Crank it? You hear this, clown? I only use it to listen to podcasts. Today on The Moth. How a single pair of shoes reunited two sisters. <laughs> <laughs> That's me and my grill and my yeah. new stereo. Yeah, good. Congrats.
1: It's 7.59 with back Stephen, Dave. The 102-second sports next on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's
0: Classic Rock. It's 8.14 in Metallica. With back Steve and Dave on Rock 102.
1: So I'm... Um, Trying to bring my BlackBerry back to life. Why? Yeah. To see what's on there. See if I have any old photographs. Which is the reason most people try and reanimate their BlackBerries. Don't you ever, uh, you know, back up stuff like on a too- BlackBerry? I didn't even realize there was a way to back. This is like ten years ago. I had. Pff, no, no. I mean, the cloud's been around for for at least that long. You could always uh, upload that stuff to the cloud. I only became aware of the cloud. Maybe five or seven years ago. So, but and Blackberry's now you're just
3: an old man yelling at clouds
1: exactly, <laughs> and yelling at my Blackberry yeah. to try and get it to open back up again. I got nothing, and I was even looking at a tutorial on YouTube and- the same way Bax was doing with his sewage waste problem over there. And you conquered yours. I has, I haven't I haven't been able to reanimate the Blackberry yet. So, what they're saying is, you know, first of all, I had to realize what button you push to get the power to come on because you forgot. Yes. Yeah. Do you, do you? Did you ever have BlackBerry or not? No,
0: I had uh, I had the uh, a cheaper version called the Dingleberry. Just mm-hmm. kind of hung out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine it probably didn't do you much good. You, Steve, did you have a BlackBerry or not?
3: I think I did. I think it was. Uh, I didn't like it at all. It was uh, it had like a ball mouse on the uh, yeah on the on the, on the screen. Yeah, it was like a Motorola and i had like a ball mouse on the screen and then like you could it was like you could type like a keyboard but it really wasn't that great yeah and, and, and it was
1: just too clunky uh, the power button as i learned from looking at the tutorial on youtube is the red phone mm-hmm. on the right hand side you actually you're supposed to hold it down for 5 seconds and you know it should come alive again as long as you've got it plugged into a power source which i did and that didn't work and so then the uh, tutorial said, okay, go to the back, flip open the back, and pop out the battery, and then give it a second, and put it back in. And then do the same thing with the red power button. And nothing. Still nothing. So I'm charging it again one last time upstairs in my office, So we're going to see if that works. And if that doesn't, am I done? I mean, is it is it over? I mean, um, does anyone have a BlackBerry? Can you tell me? Is there a way I can recover this thing? I, I, Do I I'm, need to buy a new battery? Is can you even buy a battery for a BlackBerry anymore? If I can uh, just uh, take a moment
4: mm-hmm. to interrupt
1: uh, your barrage
0: of uh, rhetorical questions, mm-hmm. um, I think at this point, if you can't get that thing powered up mm-hmm. by the end of the show, the show today, right? It might be time for a BlackBerry funeral. I think. I'm ready. It might be time to say, hey, you know what? All those great memories that I thought I would have forever mm-hmm. are gone forever. Yeah, I know. So, see, that's the thing. You know, I never had a BlackBerry. Uh, I had uh, my first, I mean, I had a bag phone You know, many years ago. I held on to that thing what's forever. A, what's a bag phone? Remember the early cell phones that came in a bag? And you, you plugged it into your cigarette lighter it was like a it was like a full-size phone nope. it wasn't a, it wasn't mobile and the batteries were like you know 400 bucks it was ridiculous and uh and, and so I never had that hmm. but I think if if you can't get a device to fire up you're kind of out of luck i'm I'm willing to accept that I'm okay with that yeah. but I want to give it one last chance let's see what we got here rock 102 good morning who's this Hey, good morning. It's Vince the plumber. Hey, and Vince. Vince, uh, as a plumber, I'm sure you know exactly what you're talking about, and Vince just hung up, so he's not going to be very helpful to you at all. <laughs> Thanks,
1: Vince. I'll try that tip later on with yeah. my BlackBerry. Yeah, <laughs> here's my phone.
0: Hang up. You can't do that on yours. I know. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I think it might be time to... Now, you've moved on, so you've got other phones, Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure.
1: Yeah, I, I got other phones, and, and we've got phones. You can call us here if and... you want to, and you've got a tip for me. At Rock 102,
4: is this Vince? yeah this is brother <laughs> that's funny, I, I, lo- I was going through east long meadow and i lost you right there you oh, know oh okay. yeah
0: that's a that's a dead zone even for an old 10 year old blackberry
4: yeah for real dude and i'm still on the motorola flip phone from you know 94 you know nice is that the one that you
0: can Not- actually hammer nails into a wall with
4: yes <laughs> dude oh i don't even hammer nails in the wall you know being that i'm a plumber i use it to like Re uh re-line the pipes and stuff, mm-hmm. and make sure that they're level and everything. dude. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. But so, you're, but if you he- know, with your BlackBerry, you should have a chip in there. Um, not a chip, but like a SIM card, an old school SIM card that you can uh, take over to any of the any of the phone places, and they should be able to read it.
3: Oh, all actually, right. you should be able to take it out and do it yourself. I believe, right?
4: Um, I don't know if you can still get the, um, the mega reader for those, you know, like the bigger, oh, you know, right.
3: the, yeah, the thing, the adapter you had to put into it. I, yes, oh. Well, well exactly. I'm looking online here. The phone is dead. I see BlackBerry batteries for $4.60 at Walmart.
1: But that's no, there's no guarantee that's going to work either. Well, but I guess it, I can no, try no. $4.60. Well,
3: what, what model do you have?
4: That's it's
1: upstairs. It's upstairs. I'll, I'll grab it at some point and... All right, bring it in for All right, a follow up. Gotta
4: get a cup of coffee. You guys have a great day. You no. too. No, no, no. Stay no, no, with, no, no, stay no, no. with stay us. Stay with for the with rest us. of the show. No, I don't stay with stay us. on the phone with you guys, man. You got, you no, know, you got, Unless we're talking plumbing. You, you know? got a little <laughs> bit
3: of life left in that Motorola. <laughs> All,
4: right. All right. Thanks exactly. for the call. Thank you, Vince. Have a good one, boys. All
0: right. See, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it, uh, to me, if if you if you've got a device and the stuff on it, you got to find an alternative way to save everything. You can't just rely on that one device to save everything. So like I use like like all of my pictures on my Mm -hmm, phone mm -hmm. are automatically uh, on like Google Photos and on the cloud and on a Dropbox and uh, on a compact disc and on my hard drive on
1: my phone. So are mine in the last 10 years from my iPhone. Well, I'm sure there
0: was nothing going on with you 10 years ago that's all that important. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you would have been still doing
1: it. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping there was. I'm hoping this will prove you wrong, but you're probably right.
3: I have uh, a. Uh, speaking of pictures, I have pictures uh, that somebody took at my wedding years ago. Yeah, and still hasn't given me those uh, photos. This is mm-hmm. your wedding photographer? It, was, it no. It was a guy that we knew that had a really nice camera and was taking a bunch of pictures. Which and I he never would like. shared them with you. He never shared them. I uh, there was always some uh, either issue with megabytes or something like that, and I'm 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 thinking he doesn't even have them. I think that's what 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 the real story is. Maybe
0: he had the cap on the camera.
5: Well, yeah, there
3: was a lot of booze flowing that day, and he was a guest as well. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't designated to be a photographer. He was just being nice and saying, "Hey, I got my uh, nice fancy camera here. I'll take pictures for you." Never get, and I see him every once every once in a great while. I'll see him, and I was like, "Hey, got those (laughs) wedding pictures?" Uh, Yeah, it it just Mm -hmm. comes out like that. There's no. Because it's the same excuse. There's yeah. always a jarbled excuse. I don't know what that is.
0: You're always better having a, a paid professional do yeah. that for you rather than a friend who's doing it well, out of the we, kindness we, of his heart. We did.
3: We had uh, a, a, a fr- another friend who uh, I believe we gave money to to do that, yeah. Yeah. and uh, she did a great job. But there's you always want to see the other picture. There's somebody else's perspective out there. I want to see what mm-hmm. those pictures are. Why? What happened? Wh- I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and well, I think someone's uh, I'm I'm, g- I'm guessing I'm never getting them. Yeah after no, why would you? And years. considering everything yeah. you've been
0: through over the last uh, few years, yeah, what a great thing it would have been to present you with your wedding album from this guy. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Well, I guess uh La hopes and dreams. Hmm. Maybe I'll see him at the
1: sheriff's picnic today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a twenty two with back Stephen Davis.
1: Back, Steve and Dave, with the foreigner on Rock One Hundred and Two Springfield's classic rock. The song, actually autobiographical, from Lou Graham. He was waiting outside the Rochester War Memorial, wants to see Jimi Hendrix, but the show was sold out.
0: That's too bad. Speaking of uh, of uh, great shows tonight at Springfield Symphony Hall, Jason Bonham is going to be there with the uh, with the Led Zeppelin uh, with his, a Led Zeppelin show, mm-hmm. and he's been doing it for for a while, and he's bringing it to, into Springfield tonight. We'll be talking to Jason a little bit later on this hour.
3: What does he know about Led Zeppelin, anyway?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, other than the fact that he uh, was the son of uh, John Bonham and has great relationships with the three remaining members of the band? No, not that much. Not that much mm-hmm. oh, yeah, at all. Yeah, I was just all. curious. <laughs> he just really likes Led Zeppelin. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's in the family. It's the uh, Led Zeppelin evening tonight at Symphony Hall. We have news next on Rock 102. 33. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave
1: Coombs. So, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the special election that would occur to fill the city council seat once held by Marcus Williams in Springfield. The special vote started last night, and we've got two city council candidates that will now move forward forward in the process to another level of the election in September. Residents of Ward 5 voting LeVar Click Bruce and Edward Collins Jr. in to the next round of the voting for the City Council of Springfield. The votes totaled as such in Tuesday night's election process. LeVar Click Bruce with 385 votes, Edward William Collins Jr. with 316. Those are the two guys who move forward Ellen Teresa Morehouse just missed out, placing third at 225 votes, all the way down to Edward Green, who got just 39 votes. The voter turnout, by the way, was 9.6%.
0: Yeah, I don't know how to break that to you, but that
3: kind of sucks.
0: That's a pretty piss... turnout
3: i mean it's a special election but it's a special election in the middle of summer where everybody's gone
0: i get that it's just it's you know (laughs) nine percent of the people are determining what's going to go
3: on in that ward that's uh you know that's that's pretty terrible that's why you hold an election when nobody's around are you saying it was a little bit of dirty dealing going on
1: there or they just didn't have anything better to do
0: it's not dirty dealing it's just you know I mean, there's a great deal of voter apathy yeah. when it comes to special elections, and and there shouldn't be, but that's just the reality.
3: Yeah, it was like uh, when I went to uh, Westfield State. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an issue one of the semesters where the, the campus police, this is years ago, campus police wanted guns on campus. Right. Mm -hmm. And there was this like huge opposition to letting the letting the campus police have guns on campus. And there was an incident where somebody had guns stored on campus. And, you know, they raided this door and room. And, you know, that was the big argument. This is why we need guns. Well, they uh, even they had all these like protests and everything. And then when it came down to it, uh, they said, okay, well, we're going to take a vote on this in June. Mm -hmm. Well graduation was May 4th Great idea. so yeah. uh when nobody's around to protest and uh, you know of course they I didn't have a problem with, with, with the cops having the guns but but some people did and there was a majority that that would have pushed that off had they had done the vote I think during a semester when yeah. there was kids on campus
1: mm-hmm I don't know how many Westfield State students were on hand Tuesday night this week, but Westfield residents voicing concerns that night as the city is considering building a Target distribution center near Barnes Air Force Base. So the Target Corporation owns the land where the center would be built along North Road, Falcon Drive, and Southampton Road. The facility would be about 525,000 square feet. There would be a lot of traffic that would be added to the area by way of 200 tractor-trailer trips and about a 1,000 employee vehicle trips daily to the area. And residents are worried
3: that it will cause undue strain on the infrastructure. It's like a caring conundrum. On one hand, (laughs) I don't want this giant facility in my neighborhood. On the other hand, where are we going to have my live, laugh, love signs? Mm. Or my signs that say, Hangover? I call it the wine flu.
0: Mm. Yeah, except you know this is a distribution center. It's not going to be a target location, right? I mean, it's just it's it's just a, like a giant warehouse. Correct. Well, you know, I mean, uh,
1: how many jobs are going to be created by this thing? Good point. And no. and then and then you know, extra revenue for the area as well. Yeah, I mean, you know,
0: you know, Westfield has got a lot of businesses in it. A lot of traffic in the in that town. Yeah, But not really over there yep. as much, right? right. Well, the Right.
1: Wor- the, the residents are worried that these trucks and these vehicles that employees will be using to get to and from the Target Distribution Center will apparently gum up Homestead Avenue, which leads to Holyoke, to get to 91. They're worried that the trucks and vehicles for Target won't use the Mass Pike, but will use those local roadways instead.
0: I don't know. I don't know about that. I guess it depends where they're coming from.
1: But still. Hey, the compact disc turns 40 today. It was produced in a factory in Germany. The very first commercially available CD was Billy Joel's 52nd Street. That was released only in Japan 40 years ago today. The very first music CD pressed here in the United States was Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. And I remember clearly when we first used CDs on my first radio gig back in Rochester, New York. I remember that too. 1984, I believe it was. I think we, uh, my first station, I
0: think we had 10 CDs. And then we went all CDs. And then we went no CDs. And now you can't even buy CDs uh, in
1: a lot of places. Yeah, it's all computerized these days. But when we started, we actually couldn't use the CDs themselves. You had to stick them into a sleeve Yep. For a device called a Denon. We had those too, where the, you then put the um, CD case inside of a device. Yeah, because
0: you know, like you know, people get the, all their greasy mitts all over those things, and they get ruined. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to spend the uh, the money to get a new ones, so we we protected every one of them until we basically took every CD out of the building.
3: Mm-hmm. Hey guys, what was it like watching movies with sound <laughs> for the first time? It
0: was quite a shock,
1: really? to be honest with you. Yeah. Unless you were watching the black and white, and then it's better just to watch without the Sometimes
0: time. I just prefer watching movies with that uh, that jazz ragtime piano.
1: The person that was actually there in the theater playing the piano yes, live as exactly. the
0: soundtrack. That's, I prefer that sometimes. Love that as well.
1: Four men are charged in connection with a major black market marijuana and tobacco trafficking operation. What does race have to do with it? Black market not African-American.
3: Everybody enjoys weed. Doesn't shouldn't be related to one yeah, group of really, people. I mean, we're, everybody loves it now.
1: This ring operated out of Woburn, and they got some of this black market marijuana and tobacco products into stores across Massachusetts and also into New York and New Hampshire. 43-year-old Samuel Habib of Stratham, New Hampshire, was charged, along with a couple of other guys from Binghamton, New York, and Las Vegas. So if you got any of the black market... Weed or tobacco, Mm you have to return it, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I watch. Like, you're going to return it. You're probably going to use it. I guess. I don't know. Maybe not. Hey, you still got smoke in the air from Antonio's Grinders. The popular Springfield restaurant caught fire late Monday night. Fire officials saying the flames were mostly contained to the exterior part of the building, and officials say no people were injured during that fire. Will they be up making pizzas in no time? I hope so. I've never been to that place, and I got to try it. Also, Tavern on the Hill, hoping to restore their restaurant along Route 40, uh, 141 on Mount Tom, overlooking East Hampton. They're hoping they can come back in time for the fall foliage season, but it's not looking good. The manager of Tavern on the Hill saying several hundred thousand dollars in structural damage to the restaurant's outdoor deck and an external wall and support frames will maybe make it difficult to return within the next two or three months. Mm. The fire also caused electrical problems and turned the fridge off. They had to throw away an estimated ten thousand dollars worth of meat. Oh my God!
3: Yeah, did yeah, the meat doesn't smoke in the fire?
0: Uh, no, I don't believe so. Well, that's uh... just scorches, and that's uh, that's a uh, that's. Maybe the saddest part of the whole story. Very sad.
1: And one last quick item here. A monkey at the San Luis Obispo County, California Zoo recently dialed 911. The monkey picked up a zoo cell phone in a cart and dialed 911. What was his emergency? Doesn't say. But that's a pretty smart monkey, apparently. All out of bananas. Yeah, well,
0: you know, next time is a real emergency. See if the cops hurry up and... Help that monkey it's out.
3: like a Florida man calling 911 to get a pizza. Mm-hmm. It's the monkey calling up to get a bunch of bananas. Right. You know? right.
1: <laughs> Just as valid, I guess. Yep.
3: We got a special guest
1: coming up next, right? Uh, we're supposed to. Jason Bonham. We'll see. Straight ahead on Rock 102.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 848. And what are the odds that play Led Zeppelin just before we speak to Jason Bonham? Ooh, How about that? that? Wow. I, no, no, totally by accident. Uh, tonight at Springfield Symphony Hall, Jason Bonham is going to be there. And it's going to be a, a whole great night of, uh, of Led Zeppelin. And he's on the phone with us right now. Good morning, Jason. How are you?
5: Good morning. I am exceedingly good. Uh, am I coming to you loud and clear? That's all I worry about. Yeah, you
0: sound fantastic. You sound fantastic. Spe- speaking of which, I, every review I've heard about uh, the Led Zeppelin evening uh, has been real, real positive, which I think is freaking awesome. Because a lot of, you know, if uh, a, a lot of us, if we had ever followed in our, in our dad's footsteps, uh, we probably wouldn't have the same kind of reviews. But that's not the case for you. So, congratulations.
5: Thank you very much. I mean, I totally get it. You know, um, it's one of those things. um, (laughs) A wise old man once said to me, just look at it like this. You know, how many times do you see in the world, you know, a business where it's so-and-so and and sons, right? So it's a family tradition. It carries on. So I never looked at music that way. But for me, it was really the, uh, when he passed, That was my like turning point because I was only 14. So it was like, you know what, dad, I'm going to do what you ask me. Because he always used to say to me, please will you play drums Uh, (laughs) more than I was riding my dirt bikes. I, I suddenly started, I got into dirt bikes very early age. So I started to get very good at dirt bikes. So that was my passion. So it was really, it wasn't until he passed that the drumming then took over and became like my career, my life. Um, I still ride my dirt bikes much to my advantage. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say
3: I wouldn't give that um, up.
5: Yeah, but I was, uh, and the older you get, the faster you used to be, right? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and, that, and you could say that in a lot of different ways. <laughs> we, well,
0: you know, the, I mean, the 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 tough part for for you is it's not like you know when you're playing your dad's music, like he left you with like real easy parts to play. I mean, there are some there are some songs that are challenging for guys who've been playing, you know, for years. I mean, just like, you know, just like fool in the rain there, there are drummers who have been trying for 35 years to get that right and can never do it. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's not like it was an easy job trying to be Jason Bonham, to, to be Jason Bonham.
5: I mean, I'm still learning and I'm 56 years old. Um, Things that took my dad a matter of probably five years or four years to figure out from when he first got his first drum kit. Um, yeah, I think I'm still learning. The, the hardest thing to do, it's the feel. It's, it's, you know, we, I've, I've seen drummers who can play all the chops, couldn't do it, they know it off by heart. But he had such a feel, and that's the hardest thing to channel into um the way his groove was the way how laid back he was or how ahead he was i mean dad was pretty much a laid you know when we say laid back if you looked at the chart and you said here's one would he be slightly behind the one or would he be ahead of the one and dad was always just a fraction behind it but so close to it <laughs> that he was on the money and it is uh, it's a fine line but his. But honestly, I mean, if you knew the guy personally, he was—he never looked like he was like, oh, I've got to learn that. I've got to practice that. Because he never played drums at home, ever.
3: <laughs> well, it's kind of like working at the McDonald's all He never
5: practiced. He never practiced. He never did nothing. You know, I find now I've got to a certain point in my age where I play drums every day, even when I'm not working.
3: Mm. But,
5: it's I like... like to, I, I like to play.
3: But but for some people, it's like working at McDonald's all day. You're doing drumming all day long. The last thing you want at the end of your shift is another drum set, just like you wouldn't want another Big Mac at the end of your shift.
5: You, everyone who works at McDonald's, right? Yeah. I would like to to say, please, if you work at McDonald's, call in now, and you give this guy a good roasted, because it, <laughs> <laughs> it's about it. It's like going, hey, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work at a dance, full new dance club. Hey, when you get back home, you're gonna do it all again. When you get home with the old lady, of course you are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, a, a while back we were listening to a uh, to a like a, a YouTube video, and it's an isolated drum track of your dad playing "Whole Lot of Love," and you talk about like a, you, you know the the the, the feel that he brought to the yeah. song, when you hear that isolated track and you're hearing your dad freaking grunt while he's playing and that it's not just, you know, like a, a simple pattern. It's like, you know, he's putting everything he's got into those songs. It's, you really get a sense of what, you know, how special your dad was as a musician.
5: I'm glad you brought that, that, that clip is something I played to a lot of different drummers or, or new drummers that are coming along. And, and I play it because when you listen to that, you suddenly go, oh my, John Bonham was a funk drummer. He yeah. was so funky on that track. You know, he's not just going boom, back, boom, boom, back, boom, but He's there giving it, a, boom, boom, back, boom, 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 It's all the things that go with it that make it sound like this real funky groove that's going over the whole lot of love riff. It was one of the best finds on the internet, that was. Absolutely. You could, really hear, you could really hear he wasn't just a, a boom-bash, heavy-stick, hitting guy. He really had a technique, and that was from his early influences of the jazz drummers. Joe Morello was one of the biggest ones he was into as well, other than Buddy Richard and the obvious ones. But Joe Morello
1: you got to check it out. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Jimmy Page and Robert Plant and your dad got a lot of press. The sort of unsung member of Led Zeppelin, John Paul Jones, any memories of him in particular? I mean, I know he's still with oh. us and everything, but um, I thought he was pretty cool. <laughs> I know
5: he's still with us. Oh, my <laughs> poor John. Oh, John, what? John, are you still with us? <laughs> yes. Uh, John's great. I mean, John is one of these... As he said, he goes, I just surrounded myself with people that were much louder than me, so no one noticed when I when I did anything bad. But musically, what he did was so tasteful. Uh, speaking of those things you can find on the internet, is the Ramblon outtakes, and you can hear the drums, and then the drums drop out, and you can just hear the bass line and what he was doing on that. And the same I mean, as I mean, it just said it's. Um, his orchestration parts, his his you know the way he played keys and, and, and just the way he his bass playing was so underestimated uh, by so many because he, he didn't make it a forward instrument. He made it the most comp, you know complementing instrument to the other guys. Uh, you know what I mean? He he the groundwork for everybody else to do what they needed to do.
0: Uh, this is Jason Bonham on the phone. He's going to be at uh, Symphony Hall tonight. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you ever had a chance to see uh, the the that Ginger Baker documentary that came out a couple years ago. Beware of Mister Baker.
5: Did you ever ever see that? No, I heard he, I heard he was a bit of a c-word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly that's exactly why I wanted to ask you about it because the thing about Ginger Baker is Ginger Baker's favorite drummer was Ginger Baker, and <laughs> at one point. In the movie, he you know he's being asked about other drummers. and he he makes this comment, which I think was like the most preposterous thing I've ever heard any other drummer say. And I don't know if it was fueled with just anger or jealousy or what it was. He basically said that that, uh, that John Bonham and Keith Moon couldn't swing a sack of crap when it came to drumming, unlike him, who was so great, when you hear someone trying to even remotely criticize either Keith Moon or your father. What's your reaction to that? Because to me, it was like, what are you talking about, old man? You, Je- you sound jealousy.
6: hostile.
5: Jealousy. F-
6: jealousy.
5: Yeah. Um, Because there was, but it goes back as well. I think there was a little feud between my dad and him right at the beginning, like in the 69. So my dad didn't do very many interviews. But there was an, a, an article in one of the music papers, and it said, what do you think of Ginger Baker? Um, and my dad just said, well, you know, he's the poster boy of, of drumming right now, isn't it? Because he's got success in cream. He gets it a bit, to be honest, I liked him when he played in the jazz band he used to play in before, and he probably should have stuck to that. <laughs> you know, it was... Uh, <laughs> Um, i don't know if they'd met up then but um strangest thing is i actually had a, a night where i bumped into him many 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 years ago and he had nothing but nice things to say
0: really interesting so
5: this was an, i'm going like 30 years ago so um and i was in the rainbow in los angeles and i saw him and i saw i you know i hadn't heard that he was a nasty guy or anything like that and I just ran over and said, "Oh my God, didn't you betcha? I said, "My name's Jason Bonham," and he goes, "Well, what? Like, you're John's son? And I went, "Yeah," and he goes, "Come and join me." And and he goes, "My son plays drums too," and I'm like, "Oh wow, well, we were we were we were talking, yeah." So I have fond memories of him, but and that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to watch the documentary and think, "Oh, what, am I, what an ass,"
0: you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> you would have, because I, I think I think that was the whole point of the documentary. Jason Bottom again at uh, Symphony Hall tonight. Jason, I know we don't have a lot of time with you, but I appreciate uh, you joining us today. Have a great uh, great show tonight in uh, in Springfield.
5: Oh, thank you. And, and come down. If you're into Zeppelin, it's a two-hour, 20-minute show. We've started to add some very, very deep cuts into the show as well. So we've been having a lot of fun uh, playing this. As I said, I, I, I should, I'm i so grateful to everyone who comes. We've been doing this now for 12 Years and I said I'd only do it one year, back in 2010, <laughs> and uh, and it seems to just keep going. And uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, but uh, just to, just to add, remember the other band I play in, which is my main act, sabby Hagar, The Circle. We are going to be back on the road uh next. Well, I think uh, next week we have got the new album coming out. Crazy time, so definitely go and check that out.
0: Very nice. cool, nice. Jason Bottom. Thank you very much.
5: Thanks a lot, guys.
0: You bet. Nine o'clock with back Stephen Dave and Rock One O two. Rock one oh two and the Tommy Car Auto Group one